Ladies and gentlemen, the Oscar goes to Fred the Alien Productions for this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yay! Damn. Straight. Yes. That was a glimpse into the future. Oh, yes. Everyone. The very near I don't, There's going to be... <laughs> there's going to be a new Oscar category, Best Production Company. And yes. We're going to smash it. We're so. going to take that Oscar away. Yes. <laughs> it's all ours. Yes. All ours for the taking. Yes. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaju. You are currently listening to a podcast called Friend. Oh yeah. Yes. In another the, another, another month. comfort. Yeah. Comfort of I like this. Of my bed. Yeah, we're on <laughs> second week in a row, we're on Fulia's bed. This is pretty sweet. Yeah. I gotta say. Except this. This one's a bit more comfortable because it's we're, we're kind of sitting up. We're leaning back against the headboard instead of like lying on our Stomachs. bellies, yeah. <laughs> craning our necks. Our necks were pretty sore after last. Oh week. man, yeah. my neck it was, <laughs> was so um, sore. Not good. Was nah. wasn't good. Fulia, yes. How was your week? Oh my week. Wow. Um, I don't know my calendar in front of me. <laughs> okay, so my week was. A little busy, not too much. Had a couple of trainings throughout the week um, with my team. Then had, you know, the on the Monday caught up with my two best friends for Valentine's or Galentine's Day. Oh, you did your Galentine's. Yes, yes, That's exciting. We, uh, we went We went to, uh, what was it called again? The, the bar... The bar that's doing the... The the Hogwarts look oh, like on the rooftop. You went to the the, the roof. The, it, was a, it was a diagonally themed one. Yep, is that yep, what it is? yep, yep. That's oh, the one. <laughs> and review. Give us. It was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Great. Um, the weather was really nice, so it um it wasn't too cold. Yeah. Um, it was you know just right. Oh, that's good. Um, apparently that installation costed them like hundreds of thousands of dollars. No. To get it done, so it looks so it looks similar but different. Okay, because, sure. Because um, they wanted to make it look Harry Potter themed, but they're not allowed to say Harry Potter. <laughs> the Imperial, that's the one. Uh, right. Okay. Yes. yes. The Imperial. Uh, Imperial. Yes. Okay. In the and part. you, the um, they made, they made um the Diagon Alley stores as your booth. But you'd need you had to book them ahead to get a booth, and you needed to have like a minimum of like ten people to go to use it. Oh wow! So we're like, ah, damn, we can't use one of those. That sucks. (laughs) sucks. (laughs) But um, it looked really pretty from the outside. They used their own sort of names on all the stores. Yeah. Um, they made up their own store names, but they still had you know the the wand shop. They still had the owl, the 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 owl shop. They've still they still had all the different you know stores that you have at Diagon Alley. Yeah. 
set up just with their own sort of names on them. We sh- you could call it... What? <laughs> uh, blur- blurish and Flots <laughs> instead of Flourish and Blots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> Mr. Polavanders, I don't know. Like, oh, I don't know. Just... <laughs> they had they they had their they had their bar's name in some of them, like the Imperial, I think Owlery or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They had at the entrance you walk in and you're and they've got like a a brick wall, oh, sort of looking yeah. like it's sort of being separated. Yeah, that's and cool. opening. Nice. So you walk past one of those, and then as you're going up the stairs as well, you see, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good on oh, every step, all the way up. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Do the, the themed drinks as well? Yeah, they had themed drinks. They had butterbeer. They had alcoholic butterbeer and oh, non-alcoholic butterbeer. Oh, my God. And surprisingly, the non-alcoholic butterbeer was better. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. The alcoholic butterbeer was actually an IPA beer. Right. So, for those of you who don't know what an IPA is, it's an Indian pale ale. Yeah, okay, right. Yes. Okay, right, yes. right, right. Um, and they still give you, like, the whipped cream on top with the cinnamon. Um, wow. The non-alcoholic version is, I'm pretty sure it's um, ginger ale. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, ginger ale nice. with, like, a... I can't remember what it is, but it, it just it, like a sweetener with a sweetener in it. Sure. Yeah, kind of like a. It's al- it almost tasted like creamy soda. Okay, right. With um, yep. whip with whipped cream and cinnamon. Okay. On top. Nice. It, it tasted really good. Yeah. I had a couple of those. Oh, good. Yeah, were, I really like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we just had dinner, pretty much. Yeah. Good food too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice food. Nice. They name they name their pizzas. Their their sorry. Yeah, they name their pizzas really interesting. They had like a Harry Potter menu going. Yes. So it was really cool. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to go. That's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, so go check it out if you can. Yes. They're there for a while, I think. Yeah. I think till like until winter, possibly. Oh, good. Um, because right around the corner, that's where the play is being held. Oh, so it's around the corner from where the Cursed Child is yes, playing. Yes, yes. Because that's just opened in Melbourne. Officially. Yeah, it, yes, it has. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that's good. They're going to be real busy for a long time. Yes, they will be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they are very much hoping to get their money's worth out of this. Oh, I think they will. <laughs> I think I think they will make their money back. Yeah. And then some. Surprisingly, for a Monday night when we went, it was busy. Yeah. It was busy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. We weren't expecting it. Mm, um, that's good. Yeah. Then we had Collectible Chaos filming. Yes. <laughs> yes. Filmed filmed the new video. Yes, we did. More more details on that later. Yes. Um. And I think that's pretty much it. And then I had my I had a game on Saturday. Um. It was a it was a five one win. Whoop whoop whoop. Go whoop, Ice Wolves. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Still tracking, still still tracking, good for finals. Playoffs are coming. Yes, they are. Yes. Another two more games left in the regular season, mm-hmm. and then playoffs begin. And we are number one in our league at the moment. Smashing it, love it. Yes, it's so good. So just got to keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> and a certain co-host of ours yes, had a birthday he did he's now part of the dirty 30s yes, club yes welcome to your 30s philip 
hunting. Oh, yes. Um, what a night we had. <laughs> yes, I was very, very sorry and sad to miss it. But um, by all accounts, an uproarious event. It was. Um, <laughs> and the first ever Buckethead cosplay. Yes, there was a Buckethead cosplay. <laughs> Which makes me so happy. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. yes, it was a wonderful night. Good, good. Philip says thank you very much to those who came and participated in it. Partook. Partook. Participated. It's okay, fully is hungover. Yes, so... I'm sorry. <laughs> My English is not the, goodly the, at the moment. Not good. Not good. Okay. <laughs> good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's hilarious. Yes. She, I walked through the door and she's like... Don't say anything to my parents, but I'm hungover. So next time Phil's on the show, we can get his version of the party. Yes, and yes. He can, tell us, he can tell us all about it. Yes. Um, but that's very exciting. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I did, yes. It's good. How was your week? <laughs> my week, yes, it's been pretty good. Um, what have I even been doing? See, it's happened again. Another week. Another week. <laughs> another week. Forgetting things. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Filming Tuesday. Um, been working. I've worked. Been working. Work's yep. been, you know, not too shabby. All right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't really complain. Stock takes coming up in a couple of weeks though, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> it's always a time. Um, and. Yeah, I'm I'm officially moving house. Oh. So, yes. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I cannot remember the last time I was so happy because, man, I jumped up and down when I got the call <laughs> saying, yeah, you've been approved. We want you to move in. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so I'm moving out on my own, everyone. Hey. Getting, getting, getting a taste of that solo living. Yeah, the solo life. The solo life. And I can have people over whenever I want. Yeah. I can stay up late. I can do whatever I want. You can do place. some filming. I can. We can film at our house, and I have to worry about people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's gonna yeah, it's it's gonna be a revolution. So I'm very excited <laughs> yes. about that. Yes. So, yes, and so March, I'm excited for you. Thank you. March is gonna be moving month. For hey. me, so yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I just today come back came back from Bendigo. Um, reason I couldn't make Phil's last night is because um had already had a group um a friend group kind of dinner catch up thing yeah. that was organized and it just of course had to be on the same fucking night I have a 30th so yeah yeah so I, sadly that's why I couldn't go but um we had a good time we went to Lazy Mo's and we all ate way too much food and of then, course and then some of us <laughs> went to Cold Rock and got some ice, ice cream, cream. And chatted for a bit, and yeah, and then today I got to catch up with my parents for the first time since Christmas. Hey. So we had a big chat about everything going on in my life. Told them all about, you know, they're all asking me questions about my America trip and <laughs> and what am I doing and all this stuff and moving house, and everything. So yeah, it's yeah. So it's been a good week. That's good. It's been it's been a good week. Things are looking up. Yes. Things are, everything's coming up. Millhouse. Although my bank account does not like me. <laughs> it's just going candle. What are you doing to me? You're spending, you're draining me completely now. <laughs> you're going to kill me. Um, yeah. So, but it's going to be worth it. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So I think that's enough from, yes. from, from us. Let's check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. 
This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nerdy news time. Let's hop to it. Okay. We've got a few Marvel-related tidbits to share, which I'm excited about because it's Marvel. Yeah. And that's something I always get excited about (laughs) every single time. Okay, starting with, although I shouldn't be excited about this because this sucks, but um, the inevitable cancellation of Jessica Jones and The Punisher was announced earlier this week. Um, Yeah, Netflix has has said, no, see you later. Yeah. Same with, you know, all the other shows. Even though last, only last week we were just talking about how Hulu wants to maybe pick them up. So no no updates on that. But uh, at least now we know that there won't be. Once Jessica Jones 3 airs this year, that mm-hmm. will be the end of Marvel on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I'm not surprised that they decided to go in no, that direction. No, no, I'm not surprised either. Yeah. That's why I said inevitable. Because as soon as they cancelled um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, I was like... Oh, okay, I guess, like, because, you know, they're the, probably the two least popular out of, mm. especially Iron Fist. But um, and they, but when they cancelled Daredevil, that's when I was like, okay, they're just going to cancel them all now. Because yeah. Daredevil is amazing. Um, so, yeah, they're just being petty. Uh, everything's going to Disney+. Plus, But, yeah, no news on any kind of revival just yet. Yeah. But we will let you guys know as soon as the story breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow said this week that Avengers Endgame is going to be her last appearance as Pepper Potts. Um, but she then followed up by saying it won't, she's not ruling out cameo appearances. Oh, okay. So if she gets asked to come back for a brief, like how she appeared at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. For like a minute. Um, she's willing to come back and do that. But, um, in terms of her playing a major role, like Pepper has in the Iron Man films or in like, you know, other... Like she said, sort of bigger roles in the in Avengers, like Infinity War. She had a couple of you know scenes. Um, mm. Yeah, no more of that. Yeah, um, she's done. So okay, yeah, she's done really well to come this far. Oh yeah, I mean, well, she's been around the whole ten years. Yeah, playing playing Pepper, doing a really good job, and so hopefully that means we get. Well, if 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 Tony Stark doesn't die in Endgame, we're gonna get a, a Stark Potts wedding, hopefully. Yeah. At the end of Endgame, <laughs> I would love that. Yes. I don't know if that's gonna happen or not. <laughs> I wonder. We'll can, see. We'll one see. One can pray. Yeah. Um, speaking of the MCU, Kevin Feige said this week that they will not be announcing the upcoming slate of MCU films for Phase for the rest of Phase Four until after Spider Man: Far From Home. Yeah. Premieres. Um, it's the same thing they've done every time. They wait until the current phase of annou- currently announced films and all that completed films are done and out, and then they drop everything else. Because, um, you know, we have release dates already announced that are spread over the next few years, but they haven't attached movies to them yet. Um, so, yeah, and there's a lot of movies in the works. There's Doctor Strange 2, Guardians yep. of the Galaxy Volume 3, the Black Widow movie... Um, the inevitable announcement of Black Panther 2, which I can't remember if has actually been announced yet, but it's coming anyway, so it's not, yep. not really a shock. Um, and then, yeah, obviously more Spider-Man movies down the track, but, um, yeah. So that's going to be exciting. So you expect an announcement, um, probably 
I imagine they'll probably do Comic-Con because Spider-Man Far From Home comes out in July. Yeah. San, San Diego Comic-Con is in July as yep, well. Yep. That would of, make sense. A couple of weeks after Far From Home. So I imagine Marvel Studios will... They ha- they skipped it last year. They didn't... For the 10th anniversary, for some reason, they decided not to do a, um, a, a, big, a big panel okay. in, in Hall H. So I think this year they will do a big, huge yeah. panel to unveil slate, uh, the slate for Phase 4. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I, it's going to be sick. Um, some full... Uh, shit, can I even say Fox Marvel anymore? I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Fox Marvel. X-Men related news. This is really, really cute. Um, the Guinness World Records, um, they have uh, uh, recognised the long-standing work of Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart. And um, they're now... They both jointly hold the record for the longest time playing a Marvel superhero. Woo! In a live action, <laughs> in a live action form. Yes. So, because they both started with, you know, 1999 or 2000, I think it was 2000, X-Men, the first one where they both played Wolverine and yep. Professor X. Yep. And then um, both finished it at the same time as well with Logan. Yeah. In 2017. That's amazing. Yeah. So, longest running. Um Characters and it was already a thing anyway, but Guinness decided to make it an actual official world record, which yeah. is pretty sweet. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's very very cool. Uh, very happy for them. It's, <laughs> it's well deserved. Okay, moving out of the Marvel section of the news, uh, any Space Jam fans should be very excited this week because we finally got a release date for the long gestating Space Jam 2. Yay! Um, it's finally coming out, <laughs> but not for a couple of years, guys, so don't get too mm-hmm. excited just yet. Uh, 16th of July, 2021. That's when we'll be getting LeBron James um, and Ryan Coogler's take on Space Jam 2. Um, how much of a sequel it will be to the first one, who knows? But yeah. Uh, as long as it doesn't besmirch the amazingness <laughs> of the original film. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So, it's got high... I got high expectations. <laughs> it's got a lot to live up to. Yes. So, I, I, I feel like it's gonna... It's got a lot to live up to. It really does. It really does. <laughs> I mean, Space Jam is not, like, by any means uh, an amazing film. It's just... It was so good at the time, and it was such a phenomenon when it came out. Everything about it was so huge. It's a, it's a classic. It's a, it was our one of our childhood movies. Yes, you know? it was. Yeah, it was so. a it was a classic cartoon mixed with um, live action film. Yeah, yeah, you know, in the vein of you know who framed Roger Rabbit. Exactly. Kind of, you know. But style. rather than rather than three D tunes, it was two D tunes. Yeah, two D tunes. Two D tunes. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so that's that's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually happening. All right. Um, this is speaking of sequels. Um, the I think it was previously announced because we've talked about it before. But the sequel to A Quiet Place um, is coming out next year on the fifteenth of May, and it was announced this week um, that John Krasinski, who directed and starred in the first one, will be returning as director. Along with his wife, Emily Blunt. She's going to be reprising her role from the first ah. film. And the kids are expected to re-sign as well and appear. Because, yeah, I, I doubt they they wouldn't. So, <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's going to be a sequel. And there were talks of it maybe being a prequel. But, uh, yeah. Looks How like do it's... you make a sequel from that? You Did you watch it? No. 
Then how do you... I'm just wondering how... How do you know? How could you... How did it end? I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not spoiling things. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. If you're, okay. Not, you're probably not going to watch it. I won't watch it, so it's fine. Because it's scary. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Okay. It's fine. I, won't, I won't ruin it for people. But how... I, yeah, I, I guess... Is there I is there know. room to make a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah? could make it work. Okay. They could totally make it work. Yeah, it didn't. It did like it doesn't need a sequel, but because it was so successful, they've clearly found a way to make it keep going. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure it'll be good. Whatever it is, <laughs> it will be fine. Yeah. Um, speaking of horror stuff, uh, the haunting of Hill House is getting a season two. This is a Netflix series that came out last year, mm-hmm. based on the book uh, by Shirley Jackson. Now, um, it's actually going to be. Well, as it turns out, an anthology series for Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, you know, each season is going to be about a different hauntings, kind of similar to what American Horror Story does. Yeah. How they do a different theme every season. Um, so we won't get a sequel to the events of um, Hill House, but this one is pretty cool because it's going to be uh, called The Haunting of Bly Manor. And it's going to be an adaptation of Henry James's novella, The Turn of the Screw, which was a book that came out in 1898. Okay. It's a very old story. And it's about a governess um, caring for two children at a remote estate. Um, and she becomes convinced that the grounds are haunted. Wow. So it's creepy and gothic and all this stuff. Okay. Um, no no news as to if it's going to be a period piece set back then or if it's going to be modernised. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. The first season I watched and I absolutely loved. It was a really, really fresh and original kind of take on horror. Yeah. Um, and genuinely creepy and scary. Okay. Yeah. Freak, very, <laughs> it was very freaky, but it was really cool. So I'm very excited that they're... They're making more of that. It's going to be great. Uh, okay, more TV news. Um, we've got some casting for the upcoming Lost Boys TV series that we've mentioned before. Um, they found their Michael in Tyler Posey, who most of you will know from Teen Wolf. He was the lead in that show. And now he's going to be playing Michael, who's the lead in the film. And going to be the lead in the series. So that's pretty exciting. He's a good actor. He's done... I think Teen Wolf was a, was a CW show, if I'm not mistaken. So he'll fit in with the CW kind of style. Yeah. Um, the pilot is going to be directed by Catherine Hardwick, who directed Twilight. Um, so, yeah, that could be that could be good. I hope, I hope it turns out good. I hope it does, because the movie is awesome. Yeah. It's an absolute classic. Um, I hope the series lives up to that. Cool. I really do. And lastly, in the nerdy news, uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic. And I have so many mixed... <laughs> and is with me. I have so many mixed emotions about this casting. Yes, announcement. yes. I mean, I guess it makes sense because he's big and he's bulky and he's blonde. Um and but but like no he's not he's not Hulk Hogan wrestling no well no he's not that bulky. he could get there though probably he will you've seen his workout videos yeah I know I he know can, he could <laughs> he can he can get it um but, yeah I saw yeah, this piece of news know. and I was like really Chris Hemsworth yeah <laughs> yeah really 
Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's for, apparently it's going to be focusing on the early days of Hulk Hogan's career and his rise to like what they called Hulkamania uh, in the okay. 80s when yep. Hulk, Hulk Hogan was the most successful and the most well-known popular wrestler Okay. during the 80s. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess... I don't, it's going to be depends. interesting how, yeah. how it's, how it's going to be like, filmed. How serious is this film going to be? Because Hulk Hogan is pretty much like a really larger than life kind of personality. Yeah. And very. And see if see, yeah. Just just wanting just seeing what Chris Hemsworth can bring to that character. I mean, he'll nail it. I'm sure. I mean, he's got to put on a hell of an accent though. He will have to. Yeah. Be very loud and gruff and. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's. I I I, I I'm really <laughs> I'm really looking forward to watching the trailer for that. Yeah. Give me a trailer for that, and then I will I will give my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> my full opinion. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll oh, see. All right, that's, that's the nerdy news thing. Fully, is there anything you want to touch on before we move on, or are we, um, are we, are we good? No, I think... I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Um, you know, not surprised about Jessica Jones and The Punisher being cancelled. It makes me so angry yeah i hate this whole that's the only bad thing about disney plus becoming a thing is the fact that these netflix shows have now had to suffer and they may i mean they may still get revived we don't know yeah well the other the other question in my head is um whether or not once they've been cancelled they'll actually stay on netflix so that people can just watch through them well that's the thing eventually they probably will move to disney plus yeah because they're Marvel, you know, because they are, I mean, they're Netflix productions, but they are Mar- also Marvel productions. Yeah. So know... that means Stan can't have them. No, that's why they're not on Stan here yeah. in Australia. Because um, Stan ha- ha- and Disney made a deal. To, yeah. To, but even though they don't have all of Disney stuff, they have most of Disney stuff. Mm. Um, and that's why they're not on there. So, yeah. But I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Disney Plus is still a ways off. Um, we probably won't see it till either the end of this year or yeah, or uh, or next year anyway. So uh, we'll um, see what happens. We will see. Okay, shall we yeah. roll on up to a certain park that has trailers in it? Sure, let's do it. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. All right. Okay, we have three trailers. Shall we go top to bottom or bottom to top? What do you want to do? Um, let's go bottom to top okay. this week. I thought so. Yeah. That's why I said it. I'm like, I think bottom to top. It's going to work <laughs> work a bit better. Yes. Um, so the first trailer is another little character sort of trailer for The Secret Life of Pets 2. And I was excited <laughs> by this because... Initially, initially, when I told her there was a Secret Life of Pets 2 character trailer she wasn't all that excited no i was like oh we i'm sure we can talk about something else and then i <laughs> mentioned the fact that harrison ford yeah is one of the characters called rooster yes he's this dog named rooster on a farm and he's basically harrison ford just being himself <laughs> as in dog form and it's so great and you know <laughs> this is actually harrison ford's first time voicing an animated character are you serious yep. that is amazing yeah <laughs> I know, so that's why I was like, I have to see this. Yeah. I have to see this. Um, (laughs) 
Man, that was yeah. What do you think of the trailer? I like, like I liked it. Yeah. I I watched the first film when it came out, mm-hmm. um, and it was pretty funny. Um, didn't I mean I didn't love it, but no. you know, but it was fine. Yeah, uh, it was still I, entertaining. I liked it more than I liked Trolls. Let's just say that. Okay. But Trolls was fair enough. Trolls is very much made for two year olds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's another story altogether. Yeah, let's not go. Um, but but no no this trailer was you know really good or didn't when I say it was a character trailer sort of is because yeah. it didn't really focus on Rooster too much as you know past character trailers have more focused on the, their characters. Yeah. Um, so maybe they're saving him for the film or maybe there's it's a small role they don't want to like waste all the material. Yeah yeah. Who knows. But the important thing is Harrison Ford was hilarious. Um, <laughs> and it was, yeah, very entertaining to watch. So I'm, Yes, yeah. so the yeah, character excited. Rooster is a very sort of stern and serious dog. Yeah, so I know why they cast Harrison <laughs> Ford yeah. to play this uh, dog. He's got the right voice for it. He does. He and does. poor Max is very afraid of him. Yeah. <laughs> very scared of him. Poor Max. Poor Max. I also really like the cow. There's a cow. The 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 bigger dog was like, uh, go moo, say moo, and then you're the a cow. Do- you should ca- be saying moo. And then the 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 cow just started mocking mocking him and going like, uh, oh woof woof. woof woof. Oh, you're a dog. Shouldn't you be going woof woof? And then just started doing an impression of a dog. And then and just it was teasing him. Absolutely hysterical. Oh my goodness! And just tease the crap out of the dog. Yeah, it was great. Like absolutely great. Full on. Burning him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. She was savage. She didn't hold back. Yeah. It was great. Very entertaining. Um, yeah. You're going to watch this, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll still watch it. Yeah. Like, I've seen the first one as well. Yes. It is entertaining. It's, it is. It's a good sort of light-hearted comedy for the kids. Totally. And, you know, it's animals. You know? Animals that talk. Who doesn't want to see a movie well, about animals that talk? It's literally like... It's literally uh, bloody... um. Toy Story, except with pets. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's you know what the pets do when the owners aren't around. Yeah, I like the way I like the way that these um this production companies put together these trailers this time around. <laughs> I just I love the fact that they've decided to make the trailers character trailers rather than just yeah, it's trailers different. of the movie. It's different. It's clever. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's, it's nice. definitely a lot different to you know other trailers that we've seen in the past. And yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm loving it because it's it's giving you a little backstory on what on what the characters are, are going to be like in the movie, and I love it. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be a lot of fun. Yes. I think. Hopefully, it's just as good um, as the first one. Yes. Um, so, Secret Life of Pets 2 is going to be out in cinemas here in Australia on the 20th of June. Yay! Which is the day before I go overseas. <laughs> Quick little <laughs> trip to the movies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> It's fine. Maybe it'll be on the plane. Yeah, no. No, I know. <laughs> no, it won't. Um, okay. All right. So, next trailer is Triple Frontier. This is a Netflix movie. Yes. Um, starring an absolute, just a great lineup mm-hmm. of actors. Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac, mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal, yep. and Charlie Hunnam. 
mm-hmm. and there was someone else in there that I probably have forgotten. But <laughs> that's okay because I, that's those men alone are just like, yep, all right. I mean, this movie is not my kind of film at no. all, but I would watch it for their performances. I think, especially Charlie Hunnam, because I haven't really watched him in many things since Sons of Anarchy stopped airing a few years ago now. Um, but he's a really good actor and he's really underrated and okay. it's nice to see him in a big film like this, um, with some big names like, uh, I can't call him Batfleck anymore. God damn it. <laughs> Why don't you take that away from me, Batfleck? <laughs> I just love calling him Batfleck because it's so much easier than saying Ben Affleck because I'm lazy. Um, but Batfleck. Yes. Batfleck. Not Batfleck. 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 It's just, it's just his first initial. Ah. Fulia. There you go. Fulia. It's got all the good, good, the good, the good fixes for me. <laughs> Baffleck. All right. Baffleck is baffling. It just makes you <laughs> think of baffling. Um, yes. Um, but yeah, no, this movie looks intense. It's about a group of guys who serves in like special forces or army or something. Yeah. Um, and then they decide to uh, go into you know, some illegal kind of work in order to get money and... Yeah, because some, for some reason they haven't really been getting much work Yeah. Um, in their lives and they need to look after their families and the only way they can do it is by doing these sort of things. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it looks like it's going to be really intense um, travelling into South America because yeah. they're going after a big drug lord and trying to take him down and stuff. And mm. Yeah, it looks very intense and lots of action. Yeah. Um pretty dark um questionable morals you know yeah bad choices probably character death i imagine half of them are probably gonna die (laughs) this feels like one of those movies where they all just yeah that's gonna be a thing Mm. um yeah fully what do you think uh look it's i'm not a huge fan of action dramas like like that yeah um no, so I'm not sure. I don't think I'll end up watching it. But like you said, the lineup does look really good. It does. Yeah. It does. It does. The cast alone is what's really got me yeah. interested in this film. It's It'll be interesting to sort of see um, Oscar Isaac playing a different role compared to Poe Dameron in Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah. he's well, done well for himself to, to pick up another movie. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's yeah, he's been in a lot of different um, dramatic roles over the years. Mm. Um, I haven't watched a bunch of his stuff, but yeah. um, I've mostly just seen him in Star Wars. But yeah, mm. yeah, no, it's good. It's good to see him pop up. Yeah, because he's yeah, he's he's very talented man, <laughs> very pretty. Yes, he's a very pretty man. <laughs> just um, like Pedro Pascal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Who was in Buffy? For when one episode. Oh yeah. Well, I wouldn't remember that. No, you wouldn't remember. <laughs> he was in he was in the first episode of season four called The Freshman. Uh huh. And he played this uh, other fellow freshman uh, that was you know that Buffy ran into one night. They were both like lost on campus or something, or they were both like they just kind of crossed paths and they started chatting and stuff, and you know they were hitting it off pretty nice, and then they had to go and then. Uh, yeah, he ended up getting murdered by some vampires. Well, oh. he got turned into he got turned into a vampire, I should say, um, and then Buffy had to kill him. <laughs> of course, she of did. course she did. <laughs> but that was a good episode. 
I imagine it was. I just can't remember. No. <laughs> no, well, because he doesn't even look like he does now. Oh, well, he looks, I suppose. He looks completely different. Very young. Yeah, very yeah. young. Because it, <laughs> it would have been 1999. Yeah. When that episode aired, so, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> There's your little random Buffy trivia for you. <laughs> yeah, Amy Adams was also in Buffy. And Charmed. Which is crazy to me. Around the same time. Okay. Yeah. Gold leader. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. I could go on and on and on and on. Um, oh, Misha was in Charmed. You knew. I told you about that. Yeah, right? I think you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Gold moving leader. on. Gold leader. Okay. Um, right. So, Trip- the last... Oh, no, wait. Triple Frontier yes. comes out. Release date. It will be on Netflix worldwide on the 13th of March. Yes. Yes. So, so not long to go. Not long to go. That's what I like about Netflix films. They put the trailers out only a couple of weeks before the movie comes out. Yeah. So they keep it, it They keep it fresh in the minds of the masses. Yes. It's very, very good. Okay. Last trailer was the best one for the week, yes. I think. Um, and that is the first full trailer for Rocket Man. Yes. The Elton John biopic. Taron Egerton. Holy Taron Egerton. <laughs> he yeah, can sing. He can actually sing pretty well. That is so cool to see. Very impressed. Very, oh very my goodness. Impressed. What were your thoughts? Um so my thoughts, yeah, I was very impressed with him and his performance. Um it's so funny cuz I said to Foley just before it's actually directed by the guy who did Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cuz it feels very similar. Um, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I should clarify and say it wasn't Brian Singer because Brian Singer directed most of Bohemian Rhapsody, yep. but then got fired. Oh, um, okay. and then this guy named Dexter Fletcher got brought on to finish the film. Yeah. But, um, he didn't get credit as director. In the end. Oh, okay. Sort of like how with Justice League, Zack Snyder was credited as director, not Joss Whedon. Okay. For t- cause even though Joss Whedon finish the film yeah similar thing okay um yeah so but dexter fletcher is the director of um of this biopic rocket man i really am more much more on board now with this um this uh trailer yes um because yeah the first little teaser that came out i was like okay this looks really interesting and really crazy and wow okay and then now I've seen this full thing. I'm like, okay, now I've got a bit of scope of what we're kind of in for. Yeah. <clears throat> Visually looks really cool. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see his life, you know, come to life on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. Like um, how he became Elton yeah, John. Yes. From Re- Reginald Dwight. Reginald Dwight. Was his original name. <laughs> his birth name. Yes. And then he adopted... The stage name Elton John. Yes. Yeah, much better. It'll um, be interesting to see how, cause I like I just want to know where the glasses started, the whole fancy sort of glasses, and each time like every performance is a different pair of glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and it matches the the outfits that he wears, all the different costumes, for his performances, and some of those costumes man or really out there i know <laughs> and i've seen i've seen a lot of them in um in photos yeah um, of elton over the years um so seeing them it's really cool that they, they've been able to recreate them and i think this is going to be the difference in what a biopic is like for someone who's alive and someone who isn't because we've talked about it on the show before about um you know things that 
work for and against Bohemian Rhapsody because of Freddie Mercury being alive. Yeah. Or and for him, and then him not being alive, you know, like the the that 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 kind yeah. of makes a big you know impact on how the film turns out because they've altered things. But here, Elton is obviously still with us and. Thank goodness. And um, was he like an executive producer for this? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, he was heavily involved, um, and he's you know he's friends with Taron Egerton as well. And well, so isn't he, that he approved... nice? <laughs> great. Look at them all being friends. Oh. oh. Um. <laughs> yeah. So he, you know he's um worked closely with him obviously to help him, you know, get everything as close to the truth maybe as possible yeah. but but the film looks like it's like we said the, in the teaser trailer it's going to be incorporating some elements of fantasy yes which looks really interesting and I'm excited to see how that's going to come out and it looks like it might even be just a straight up musical in some areas because mm. it looked like a lot of the way things were kind of staged and shot looked very musical in, yeah. na- in nature so yeah it might be a bit of a actual musical biopic fantasy mm. thing so i don't know i'm yeah i'm looking forward to watching it yes me too yeah yeah do you have anything you want to add um no i think you've pretty much covered it i've said what i have to say <laughs> uh excellent can't wait to see it so yes can't wait good. uh it's going to be very good very very good and that will be premiering in theaters on the 30th of may Yes. Yeah, it's only a couple months away now. All right, time to roll on out of yes. the trailer park. Rolling on out. Because Rolling on out. Now. Because now. It's time. It is time. <laughs> for. For. Popcorn culture. <laughs> Popcorn culture. Culture. Hey. <laughs> Popcorn, Popcorn culture, culture time! Popcorn culture time! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes! Yes! Okay. Alright, so everybody, um, we asked you guys last week, uh, which Star Wars film do you think is the worst? And we're going to tell you why you're wrong. We've got a special round for this one. Yes. Because our wonderful Star Wars fan co-host, Philip Hunting, is unavailable yes. to record with us, yes, he has sent in his own answers to your answers. Great. <laughs> it's great. It's good. It's good. I'm so excited to read these. Yes. Me too. Be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Because I literally, I was like, this. i got to make a Star Wars question for Phil for next week and then yeah and then he said he couldn't make it so then it's like okay when he said he was going to do this I made me very happy yes so yes this is going to be fun and he um, has done us a very proud with very long explanations yes so <laughs> buckle in buckle in <laughs> um so gut reactions first though gut reactions okay yes. um I'll start with I tr- I wanted to go back and watch the last two films of the latest trilogy. Yeah. Um, at, I only got a chance to see one of them, and it was Force Awakens. Uh, I, so I've only seen Last Jedi once, and I don't really remember too much on it. But after watching Force Awakens, I feel like, for me, out of the rest of them, Force Awakens just for me, was the worst one. 
Okay. There was just too much going on. Okay. And it felt like, and I'm pretty sure other people have had this same argument, that it just felt like the first six, first six films just chucked into one with a few different characters and the and and a and a bigger Death Star, essentially. It's a planet-sized Death Star. Yeah, yeah, Star Killer Base. Yeah, and yeah. then to, and rather than having it go on for a, for a couple of films, they've just decided to blow up the planet in one movie. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. So, they which hang on, which planet are you talking about? The one that Kylo Ren is on. The one with the sun ray. Oh, uh, the one that, like, you know, at the end, from the end of the film? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, let me tell you why you're wrong. Yes. Okay, so, I mean, it's hard for me to say this stuff because I kind of agree with certain parts of what you've said. Mm-hmm. But, um, The Force Awakens is a really good movie. And it's a really good Star Wars movie because it really kind of captured everything that the prequels did not Mm -hmm. in terms of um, just the nostalgia and the vibe of the whole, you know, of of what Star Wars is and those original, that original trilogy. Yeah. Um, It just, it really felt like it, it just, you know, completely lined up. With, you know, like, uh, in terms of being a continuation yeah. of the story. Um, it just, yeah. And, and to see Han and Chewie together again on the Millennium Falcon. To see Leia again. That's um, the other thing. That's the other gripe I have. Why did they have to go kill off freaking Han Solo so look, soon? Look, 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 don't get me. I know, me, I know, me. I know Harrison um, had it, you know, had enough of it. Yes, he, he's been wanting to be killed off for quite some time. But still, they could have. They couldn't have. Maybe they could have just not killed him off. Yeah. And did it a different way. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about not talking. I can't, <laughs> I can't watch Force Awakens because of that. Because I of just, that, it's too emotional. Han Solo, man, was my like, you know, just one of my heroes growing up. Yeah. Just so seeing him struck down by his own son. By his own son. Screw you, Kylo. Oh. Is it Ben? Yeah, Ben Solo. Screw you, Ben. Oh, he's. <laughs> I don't know. We'll wait and see if he'll be redeemed or not. Yeah. Know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, so that's kind of my argument for why Force Awakens is good. I think it's a, and it's a fun film. BB-8 such a cool droid. Okay, that's the only thing I probably love about it. Yeah. The fact that BB-8 is like a main character. Yeah. And it's so adorable. The characters are really good. Like Ray's such an interesting character. I mean, yes, she's a bit of a Mary Sue, but. Um, you know, Daisy Ridley's a really good actress. Mm. She does really good with the role. And John Boyega is awesome. It was so cool to see someone raised to be a stormtrooper, you know, turn on his own kind, essentially, and join the rebellion. Like, yeah. And Poe Dameron is really like your classic kind of movie hero in that role. He's very much your... He's the... He really is the Harrison Ford of now for me. <laughs> like he's really got that look like if they re- if they remade Indiana Jones it would have to be Oscar Isaac. Yeah. That would play like he's just got the same kind of windswept Hollywood look. Like mm. just I don't know, he just really sings to me. It's great. Yeah. Um my gut reaction then? Yes. Okay. So this is a hard one for me because I'm also a big Star Wars fan. Um and I don't like bagging things out very much unless you know 
you're a DC movie, but we'll move on from yeah. that. <laughs> Um, mm, or DCEU, I should say. Uh, mm. Okay, so I probably have to go with either Solo or Last Jedi. Uh, only because, I mean, part of me wants to say Attack of the Clones, but I enjoyed, I, I don't know, I enjoy that a lot, and I wa- I need to rewatch it, because yeah. when I watched Attack of the Clones, I was in high school, and hormones were everywhere, so <laughs> the whole love story between um, Anakin, Anakin and, and Padme got yeah. me real bad, especially because John Williams came up with a very, very good romantic score, yeah. like film score, to accompany their story that makes me weep. My God, and they were just so cute together. Even though, like, I look, I look back on certain things now, and people point out how problematic and weird Anakin is. And yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I get issues with that. So it's kind of that a little bit. But I think it might just be, it might be Solo or Last Jedi. I can't really pick one because they have a lot of flaws. I mean, Solo. I said to Folly before, and I've said this before on the podcast. It's very much a ticking the boxes kind of film. Um, you know, we've got a, we know, you know, in the, in the canon stuff Han has talked about, stuff Lando has talked about. So now we have to see all of those events referenced and what actually happened. And so they show the Kessel Run, they show Han and Chewie meeting for the first time and they completely change the original canon story of that, which, you know, isn't the best. The original canon was great because of the whole life debt thing. Um... That's why Chewie stuck around. Mm. Um, and yeah, just I don't know. I wanted I wanted more from it because I really liked Alden Ehrenreich's portrayal of Han. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. Of kind of capturing that character, he wasn't doing a Harrison Ford impression. He was doing his inver- version of the character. Yeah. So I thought that was very good, and I think he deserves more praise for that. Yeah. Personally, but yeah. Um, and then Last Jedi, simply because the whole fucking uh, casino crap just shat me up the wall. They gave Finn a, and Rose a pointless side quest that pissed me off. I didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. And then, yeah, I just... Mm, it's just a lot of plot issues with Last Jedi. I mean, it looks really good, but I feel like there's a lot of things that would have made that movie a lot more profound if they change certain things but i really liked most of the stuff they did with with luke uh was good i didn't i didn't like how like you know force awakens ends with ray holding out the lightsaber and him kind of just staring you know at it kind of mournfully um and then you know the last jedi opens and we get um luke taking the lightsaber and then throwing it off the fuck the bloody cliff behind him I just I was like what I mean I'm gonna get his old now and he's been a bit probably gone a bit kooky like you know Ben Kenobi was in the end but really don't (laughs) anyway so yeah so those are my gripes um does Fulia have any dissections for me uh but you probably not because you haven't watched them in a while either so yeah you probably can't remember um Look, it's it's going to be a little difficult for me to to say why you're wrong because I've only ever seen Last Jedi once, as I've said before. Okay. So I don't really remember too much about it. It's okay. We will fill this 
technically here <laughs> and and I know stuff. Even yes. Though, even though I've only seen Solo and Last Jedi once, for some reason I just retained the stuff yes. about it. Um, Solo, look, Solo was an entertaining film for me. Yeah, it was entertaining. It was fun. It gave us a look on on his on how he became the Han Solo that he became. Yeah, you know, and that was parts of, parts of that were really good. But yeah, then, yeah. Um, and what was the other one Clone Clone Wars? No, it's a, a Attack of the Clones. Well, yeah, Last Jedi and Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. That's the other one I mentioned. Um, yeah. Look, Attack of the Clones was was all right from memory. Um, it's, it's good stuff in it. Mm. There is. But like, there's some. Bits, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a massive Star Wars fan. Even stuff. I mean, I am a Star Wars fan, but I'm not as big of a fan as what you might be or what Phil is. Well, yeah, Phil's next level. So with me, I have a hard time remembering things that have happened in in in, in movies. It doesn't matter whether it's Star Wars; it could be anything. Yeah. Okay. If it's not mem, if it's not that memorable for me, I may not remember it. Okay, that's all right. And that's why I can't remember. It's <laughs> okay. Yes. Just just make something. It's fine. Apologies. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> to all the nerdy I apo- fans. I apologize. <laughs> I, came, I came up with this question and it completely backfired on me. But uh, it's okay. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. It still worked out for the best. Hopefully. Let's because see. now we're going to run straight into your answers. Yes. Our loyal listeners. Yes. And first off the ranks, we have Bethany Griffiths. Hey, Bethany. And she responds with, What's the one, you know, with the light stick swords and the fire and the spaceships? Maybe there was a gun fight. Yeah, that one. Screw that one. And wow. Phil responds. <laughs> oh, no, Bethany. Phil responds with, That particular episode was one of the best in the saga. The lights, the passion, the drama. Had you on the edge of your seat. Sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Solid response. Yes. That's good. That's good. Oh, thanks, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. <laughs> so we're just going to let Philip do all of the Maybe, answering. But we don't really have anything to add to that. No, one. no. So we'll just, we'll just see we'll how see. we go. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Phil may cover us. <laughs> okay. Next up is Matt Alley. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. My um, hockey captain. Hey. Ice Wolves captain. Ice Wolves captain in the house. Love it. All right. He says, The Last Jedi is by far the worst Star Wars movie. A horrendous piece of film and a huge spit in the face to longtime fans of the saga. Luke's character goes against everything he ever stood for. The plot is pretty slow and at times is legitimately pointless. Rey is so overpowered yet having no training whatsoever. The Leia flying through space scene with the Force is the worst scene of the entire movie. I could go on and on with complaints about the movie. I watched it again a few months once it came out, uh, a few months later once it came out on DVD, and I've sworn that I will never, ever watch it again. Ooh, and some fighting words there, Maddie. Yeah, <laughs> he is angry. Okay, I totally understand that. Um, let's see what Phil has to say. Yes. Okay. Phil, in brackets, I, I, I hate myself for doing this. <laughs> <laughs> he must not like this movie either. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. This, while not the absolute best, is by far not the worst in the series. 
and only true Star Wars fans understand this. Luke's fall... Uh, Luke's... Oh, I don't know he says fall. Hang on. Oh, okay, sorry. Fall. I get you. Okay. Luke's fall bookends the truth of the arrogance and the fall of the Jedi, creating a full circle to the story from the Jedi Council being destroyed by their compliance and Luke being destroyed by his overzealousness. The slow plot is a shift from that which we are used to seeing. I refuse to berate someone trying something new regardless of outcome. Fair point. Ray, whilst yes, a Mary Sue at the moment, has one more movie to show us why the why and how, assuming that they stick to the trilogy format. There will hopefully be an amazing reason as to her OP status. I hope so as well. Uh, Leia's force powers are canon. Read a book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but you're wrong. Hated that one. <laughs> Oh my god, so impressed. Okay. Wow, yeah. Phil. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, Leia does. We do know she is force intuitive, like force sensitive, mm. because at the end of Return of the Jedi, once she. Once she. Well, I mean, we, we know it from um, Empire, I guess, as well. It goes back to when Luke was calling, using the force to call to Leia when he was on Cloud City. Yeah. Um, she heard him because she was, you know connected yeah. but she didn't realize that you know she was his uh his twin until return of the jedi yeah even though she's like somehow i've always known um <laughs> but you know she could sense you know she was having sense sensation sensing things using the force and stuff but this whole her floating through space i guess because they've never explicitly gone out of the way to say leia can't do anything yeah i guess that's how you would get away with that and I think, I honestly think a lot of us would view that scene a lot differently if Carrie Fisher was still alive. Mm. Because I know for a fact, and I will speak for the entire population of the world, um, that when that those windows were blasted and she shot out into the space, everyone thought, okay, so this is how she goes. Yeah. Like, there's no way no one thought that. Um, but then when, you know, she she's zoomed back in um yeah that was um not expected and it did kind of it did kind of jar a bit mm. it was a bit jarring but like phil said like you know she's canon canonically got you know she's force sensitive so it's really not outside of the realm possibility but yeah. i i understand the gripes um yeah and the whole like trying something new also makes sense like i like that Ryan Johnson, who directed it, did a good job of, you know, giving us a Star Wars film that was outside of the traditional format, because it really was. And I think that's what a lot of people got pissy at, is the fact that it was really much unlike any other Star Wars film we've ever seen. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, it's like what, you know, you said about Force Awakens, it's very similar to the earlier films. Yep. Um, you know, ripping them off a bit. Um, and it does in certain ways, of course. But, um, you know, it, it follows a kind of a, you know, Star Wars structure. Yeah. Whereas Last Jedi was very different. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, Phil makes some good points. Um, I like it. Do you have anything you want to add? Nope. Alright then. Who's up next? Alright. Next up in our response <laughs> is my coach from the Ice Force. Hey! Nathan Webster! Nathan Webster, coach in the hoose. All right, and his response is, 
I can't believe it, but I'm agreeing with Matt. <laughs> it's fucking horrendous. <laughs> they, imi- they imitated A New Hope and got away with it, then tried it again and failed miserably for the above. We didn't need a Hoff 2.0 in the desert with hologram like who does an attempted... What? Attempted lol dusting, lol dusting of, his of his coat. So there's a... You know the scene I'm talking... he's talking about? I can't there's, remember. So there's a scene in Last Jedi. It's towards the end. It's when Luke um, uses the Force and projects himself across the galaxy to the planet where they are. Mm. I forgot the name of the planet. Um, and... It's you know it's where the the, the um, first order is caught up to the rebellion, or yeah, the, the rebel alliance or whatever the resistance, resistance they're called the yeah, resistance, yeah. Um, and you know and and they're about to like destroy them essentially, and Luke rocks up and fucks shit up, yeah, yeah, with Kylo Ren, and but when he when he gets there and right after like Kylo like makes them all fire their we- weapons at him, he doesn't die because he's not actually there. oh that's and then right, he, and then he dusts off his shoulder, yeah, yeah, was very out of character. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> very much a modern kind of reference. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a very modern kind of gesture to do. But I, I mean, I can't. Part of me kind of liked it. Okay, so that's, that's, what, he that's means. what he means. Yeah. Um. The also built. Um. They also built Finn to be mega important in the Force Awakens. Only burn him next movie. Yes. And Snoke, this all important pile, be. Anything harbinger of death, completely wasted opportunity, albeit in a good fight sequence. Agree as well. (laughs) The whole Snoke thing. That was a really good scene with the lightsaber fighting and Rey and Kylo actually working together was really, really cool. Mm. I really liked that a lot. But um, I I love J.J. Abrams, but he... Builds up these mysteries like crazy, yeah. And Ryan Johnson was just like, no, 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 okay, and nah. just pulls the rug under you, yeah. Raise parents for no ones. Um, oh, and by the way, Snoke's dead, and we're never gonna find out what who the fuck he really was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't great, but nah. but yeah, the fight scene was boss, yeah, it was, it was sweet, okay. okay what so, is what does Phil have to say? Phil has this to say. Again? Okay, here we go. Imitation is not a bad thing. Not only is it a sign of flattery, which gets you everywhere, but it also can't be helped. Everything has been done. New Hope is just King Arthur in space, so we can't have Star Wars because Jeffrey of Monmouth did it first. Yep. And... Uh, and other than Vader, what bad guy in Star Wars got more than two movies to play with? Answer so far, none. Well, the Emperor, if you count the end of uh, the end of Revenge, but still, Maul, Phantom, the Count clones, and the five minutes of, in Revenge. The Emperor originally only a hologram in Empire and action in Jedi. So no Star Wars bad guys lose to see more than one or two movies. Sorry, but you're wrong. That hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Phil really doesn't he, like yeah. Last Jedi that much. Yeah. Which doesn't surprise me. Um, and we've probably talked about it before, but I'm really tired. Um, <laughs> yes. No, you. yeah, that's very true. Very good point. The yeah, villains in these films don't tend to stick around. No. Um, so that, unless, yeah, unless you're Darth Vader. 
Um, or at this point, Kylo Ren. Yeah, or at this point, Kylo Ren, yes. Yeah. And he's going to be in all three. He's the Darth Vader of this. Yeah. This trilogy. Um, excellent. All right. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you, Nathan. Uh, next up, we have Shelley Alexander. Shelley! Hey, Shelley! <laughs> um, okay. Shelley says, Ooh, this will be interesting. Any one of the prequels, except for episode two. Let's say that was the best of the worst. <laughs> wow. Okay, Attack on the Clones is her favorite out of the three. Okay. I feel, this is Phil's response. This is great. Clones? Clones? You think Clones was the best of the prequels? <laughs> I can't. You you just... Ah! <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Oh, wow, Phil. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> the prequels were tough, it's true. But what did Phantom give us? Pod racing, Duel of the Fates, Darth Maul, dual-wielded lightsabers, Naboo starfighters, good-looking and reacting battle droids, Qui-Gon, fracking Jin. <laughs> and Revenge has some of the coolest clone battles that the prequel franchise... Um, Oh, wait. No, hang on. Revenge has some of the coolest clone battles that the prequel franchise... Oh, no, that's a full stop. Okay, okay. Epic dog fights Jedi at their full power. Hello there. Do it. Do it. Unlimited power! <laughs> what did clones give us? A crappy Iraq war knockoff and I hate sand. The worst romantic subplot <laughs> in the history of ever. Best of the prequels? Sorry, but you're wrong. No, no! <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. That is so that's good. That's so funny. Um, so Phil kind of turned the question around <laughs> and kind of went after, like, he, he, he talked about the, the good things about the prequels that uh, Shelley don't, doesn't like as much and then completely and then, w- came for Attack of the Clones. And just crapped all over Attack of the Clones. Oh, amazing. Wow. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I, I agree. That's why I couldn't say Phantom Menace. Is my is my least favorite Star Wars film because I think it is a pretty great film. Mm. Um, you know, Jar Jar Binks aside, whatever you may think of him. Um, Look, Jar Jar, I, I liked him. Yeah, I don't mind him. He's a he's he's an interesting character. He, yeah, he's a little he's a little annoying at times. But yes, I don't like. He's not the worst. No. Thing. Um, but yeah, Phantom Menace has so many good things working for it. Like everything that Phil said, um, is so great. And I think my favorite thing is Jewel of the Fates. That whole final ten, you know, ten minutes of just lightsaber duel with Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, and mm. Obi-Wan is one of the best cinematic fight scenes ever done. And the music is just yeah, some of the best cinematic scoring John Williams has ever done. And he's, yep. he's done all of the best ones. Um, but yeah, so, and then, yeah, uh, blah, 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 where, revenge, yeah. Uh, yeah, Revenge Revenge of the Sith is good. Yeah, the <laughs> unlimited power. Yeah, and <laughs> the do it. Uh, yeah, the whole execute order 66 is pretty f- intense. Um, I mean, I can't really defend Revenge of the Sith though, because it has my least favorite thing in the whole, um, oh, in all of Star Wars, and that's the um, Padme's death and her just naming the, ch- the kids as she dies. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> it's fucking lazy writing, George. Lazy writing, George. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks, Shelley. Thank you, Shelley. <laughs> Our next response comes from Beck Hill. Hey, Beck. And she says, well, I've n- still never seen Attack of the Clones, so that one. 
<laughs> and Phil responds, you're dissing something you've never seen. How can you say such a thing? Attack of the Clones gave us some of the best things the prequels had to offer. Mace Windu's purple lightsaber, the largest battle ever shown in the series, Count Dooku and his allegiance. Elegance. And his elegance, sorry. Uh, Yoda friggin' fighting. Man, you're missing out. Sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beck's very stubborn. I love her. She's stubborn. Uh, she doesn't want to see a movie. You cannot pry and twist and make her watch anything. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Wow. She won't watch Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Dawn of Justice ruined the DCEU for her. Oh. So bad. So she can't... She won't watch... So she's watch. got no hopes for it. She won't watch... Even yeah. though Wonder Woman is generally, you know, a good film. It's not amazing, but it's good. Yeah. She won't watch it. Okay. So she's never watching Attack of the Clones. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's funny to see Phil now kind of defending Attack of the Clones. <laughs> after after just, dissing it. <laughs> just to see it. Yes, Mace Windu's purple lightsaber is pretty badass. Literally, yeah. the only reason it's purple is because Samuel Jackson asked for it to be purple. That is so cool. Yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. That's, 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 that's all him. Um, and yeah, the, the finally seeing Yoda bust out some... Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I, much, I think I prefer his fight with the Emperor in Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Um, but, the yeah, Count Dooku, Christopher Lee is such a badass. And to see him be in Star Wars was pretty damn awesome. Yeah. Um, he would have been in his 80s by that point and just kicking butt. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, it's a good fight scene. <laughs> um, thank you, Becky. Thank you, Becky. Next up we have the wonderful Ash Hall. Hello, Ash. Hey, Ash. He says, A New Hope. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a trolling answer. Uh, because it seems quite clear to me that for the most part it wasn't made with sequels in mind. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. Um, keep in mind it has been a long while since I last watched it. In saying that, though, I have always felt that way. Yeah. To which Phil says, you troll. <laughs> <laughs> you are essentially insinuating that you hate the, uh, you hate Star Wars in its entirety. It wasn't made with sequels in mind, you putz. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Phil. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Luke, Lucas had a shoestring budget and producers who had little to no faith in the product. How do you think he was able to keep all the merchandising licenses and yet his creation spun into the greatest cinema universe in the world? I mean, I might argue with you there, Phil, but you're <laughs> wrong. Um, yeah, nah, sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm wow. just going to leave that one. Phil, Phil nailed that. Because yep, yep. A New Hope is one of the greatest movies ever <laughs> made. <laughs> Period. Ash, you troll. Yeah, just get out. Okay, just leave. Take your trolling somewhere else. Take your yeah. We don't take kindly to your folk around. This Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Ash. <laughs> Our next response comes from Bethany Hunting. Hey, Bethany. And she says, "Episode two: Too much love story, not enough Star Wars." Okay. To which Phil responds. You're killing me here. <laughs> Episode two is, whilst not the best, clearly not the worst. It was integral to the linkage to the future that had been written. Without such, the universe would just never 
had made sense. Sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I, 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 yep, I agree. Um, you know, because it basically talks about, you know, we find out how the clones were created and how the Clone War was actually started because, you know, the Clone War was referenced in A New Hope by, yeah. by, um, by Leia and, um, and when she talks to Obi-Wan in her message. Um, so it was really cool to see how that came to, into fruition. It was done in a lot better way than the, you know, the, the seeing the stuff in Solo. Mm. Uh, that's for sure. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Um, yeah, Phil makes a good point, um, but I get, I guess I can see why Bethany would say that. <laughs> and you have anything you want to add? No, I'm good. Okay. Thanks, Bethany. Thank you, Bethany. All right. Uh, next responder is my good friend, Adam Snell. Hello, Adam. Hey, Adam. He says, the Clone Wars cartoon movie is pretty bad. Much worse than the series that followed it. I remember walking out of the cinema for Attack of the Clones, not really sure what I just watched. I actually don't mind Phantom Menace. Maybe because I saw it a squillion times and the Duel of the Fate scene never gets old. Okay, so we kind of threw in a few here. Let's see what Phil has to say. Uh, Everything must have a beginning, a muse, an inspiration. Without which, that which follows will never fulfill its destiny. If the movie had of been great, then the series would never have had the fire lit beneath it to do better than that which came before. So in essence, it was a bad movie because it was destined to be so, and thus it was good at what it did. Also, Phantom had Jar Jar, Nuff said. Sorry, but you're wrong. <laughs> there it is. So he's done it there again. There it is. <laughs> done it again. I love it. Um, no, that's a really cool argument. I love that. I mean, it's kind of a lazy argument to just be like, okay, so the movie sucked, so the series could be good. But, yeah. I mean, that's, that's true in a lot of cases. Like, for example... Uh, probably the reason we have Buffy the Vampire Slayer series is because the movie tanked. Because mm. there was a movie that came out in 92 that Joss Whedon wrote and directed and it it was terrible. Okay. But then the series happened five years later and it became one of the best shows ever. <laughs> um, which is, you know, a lot of people say Clone Wars is one of the best Star Wars shows ever. So The Clone Wars is actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard very good things yes, about I've, it. Yes, I've, I've watched them all. They're yeah. good. Nice. Yeah. Have you seen this movie? Um... The... The Clone Wars movie. Clone Wars movie. I'm not too sure. I may have, but I can't remember. Okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. That's all right. Um, thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam. That was good. All and right. And our lastly, final response la- final comes response. from our lovely co-host. Yes. Wayne Stellini. Wayne Stellini. And he says, I didn't find anything all that great about The Last Jedi, so it's my least favorite. I mean, at least the prequels introduced us to Jar Jar Binks and Midichlorians. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> However, let my official answer to this question be Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones. Ooh. If only for me to hear Philip explain <laughs> why I'm wrong, he speaks more highly of the Christmas special. <laughs> hashtag trolling Philip. Hashtag spreading love. Hashtag Kendall's week off. <laughs> hey. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Phil goes into one hell of a tangent. Okay. And here's his response to Wayne. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been waiting for you, Obi-Wayne. <laughs> we meet again at last. 
The circle is now complete. When I meet you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. <laughs> what an intro. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. It's great. And here is why. <laughs> to begin, Last Jedi stands as a breath of fresh air, a trial in a series that has possibly and very regrettably run its course. Many a space shark has been jumped. <laughs> so I was pleased to see them try something new. It failed. But that's beside the point. But we're not here to talk about Last Jedi, are we, Wayne? <laughs> no, we are here to explain why Clones is not the worst story, uh, Star Wars movie of all time. And to do so, I'd like to turn your attention to 1985's Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. <laughs> this monstrosity outdid even the holiday special. It follows two orphans as they battle through Return of the Jedi stock footage in a made-for-TV flop that even had children asking for their precious time back. No matter how bad Attack of the Clones was, it will never be Ewoks the Battle of Endor bad. (laughs) Sorry, young Padawan, but you're wrong. Hashtag suck it, Wayne. Hashtag search your feelings. Hashtag... I stand with Kendall. Yay! <laughs> you can shove your November concession up where the sun don't shine, Wayne. Oh my God. <laughs> Phil, Phil, that is amazing. I love that answer so much. That, that is, is so, so good. Great. Oh man. I'm never watching that movie, Ewoks the Battle for Endor. <laughs> I want to know what it's about, so I'll probably go and try to find it. Yeah. There's probably snippets on YouTube. Yeah, something. probably. That's such a good answer. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. Wayne. Oh, Wayne. <laughs> so much fun reading your answers. Oh, yes. It's just it's just the best. Yeah. That was excellent. I don't really have anything else to add. No, I think Phil's all... just touched Phil's on everything. Phil's done it, and we've, we've already talked about Attack of the Clones. So yeah, pretty fine. much. Okay. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. And thank you, everybody. everybody. That's the end of Popcorn Culture. Oh, well, that, that was, was fun. awesome. See, that was good. <laughs> Isn't that good? Oh, Albeit, okay. I didn't really respond too much on it, but it's okay. you know what? It doesn't matter. Phil just Phil, thank filled you. in the spaces. Thank you, our co-host in, in absentia today, but he's still, you know, delivered yes just like i would hope he would so i'm so happy right there. <laughs> it's amazing that was great thank you phil thank, thank you, you everyone awesome next week's question is considering the the academy awards are mm-hmm. uh at the time this goes up they probably will have already happened um but at the time of recording they're tomorrow um and so it's oscars week we wanted to do an oscar themed question yes and that is going to be what do you think is the biggest oscar snub of all time yes uh hashtag tell fred yes Yes. make sure to use that yes hopefully i will not be saying lady gaga because i really want her to win (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if she will but i really want her to win yes so let's let's find out we uh, f- next week. Yes, we will talk. I'll be talking. We'll there'll be a wrap up in the nerdy news. Next yes, week, so it's fine. But yes, that's the question. Hashtag tell Fred. We'll have a big chat about Oscars next week. Yes. All right. What's up with Fred? Well, as we said at the top of the show, collectible chaos filming has been done. Yes. Um, for another uh, another month. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the one and only Lady Gaga, uh, it's my top ten favorite Lady Gaga music videos. Yes. Uh, which is 
freaking awesome and it's kind of got me right back into her music at the moment i've just been <laughs> listening to her on repeat oh, nice. the last couple of weeks uh, which is awesome i forgot how much i really loved her stuff um so that was a lot of fun to film mm-hmm. we knocked that out in a couple of hours on tuesday yep thank you again to beck and jamil for letting us use their space yes uh much 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 appreciated um yeah, so there's that. And then this week we've got uh, a monthly. Yes, a new monthly uh, at Winifred's episode releasing this Wednesday yes. evening. Yes. And the question... The question is, uh, you know, we want to talk about all things girl power. Yeah. Talking about your uh, your favourite film or TV heroines. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Make sure to find those posts and check in your yes. answers for that. Yes, lock them in. We're recording mm-hmm. in a couple of days. Yep. Um, that's going to be a fun discussion. Yes. All right. Uh, what else is going on? We've got uh, Incompetent Gamers, Incompetent as gamers. usual, every yep. week. Yes. Uh, I'm waiting on a quick little repair on my PC. So uh, TBC on my Incompetent Gamers for tomorrow, or well, technically today. Yes, yes. <laughs> so whether or not I've aired, we won't know until the future. No. <laughs> Timey-wimey. But ho- hopefully hopefully, um, hopefully, I have and I won't have any issues. Um, f- uh, Daft Puddin and Sharpie are u- usuals on Tuesdays for their incompetent gamers. Yes. Um, I may or may not join them depending on the game. So we'll see how that goes. See what happens. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got in Fred? Usual Fred Watch reviews. Fred Watch, there's a new podcast that went up this week. Yep. The boys yep. reviewed Malcolm. Malcolm, which, yes. Which is a classic Aussie film, which I need to watch, apparently. Um, and it was a very good podcast, and especially the, the last 10, 15 minutes of just bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I think, I think we've got, I think the Wayne's made it a thing now. He has made it a thing and I love it, Wayne. It's so funny. Phil, I, no, no disrespect. <laughs> Fuck, you guys are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Uh, and it was a good review of the film too. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, new beta test is also up Yay. for this month. Yes. So Get on that, peeps. Go check that out on our website. And I think... And the Listenator, Listenator on the Wednesday di- night. The Distraction. Live streamed live at 9.30. 9.30 on YouTube. 9.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Australian Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Day- Time. Yes, yes. Although, is that <laughs> soon to be no it longer? Might, it will be in a couple of weeks. In yeah, a couple we'll of weeks. Be back, we'll yes. be back to... Uh, Just regular time. Regular Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Yeah. Australian. All right. I think that's probably about it. That's it. That's... Y- yes. Yeah? Yes, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. All right. That was a podcast called Fred. Time for the Fred plugs. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For future podcasts from Fred the Alien, follow us on our SoundCloud or on iTunes. For Fred the Alien merch, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery with our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, and featuring our live stage shows, such as Whatever Happened to Jeremy Baxter and more. Uh, that was a Fred Plug. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulvia Cantaramaje. And you've just experienced a podcast called Fred. Fred. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat, yes. And everything food. else. Food and Remember to keep hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Fulvia. Yeah. Remember to drink water. water all the water. Drink all the H2O. Water's important. 
<laughs> get get around the H two O. Okay. Yes. Oh dear. Thanks oh. for listening, everyone. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. And see.